Hi friends of the podcast, I'm so excited to share today's episode which is with no one other than Bems aka Jibemi, the Nigerian born, London raised, Scottish based rapper. He uses the podcast as a platform to outlay his autobiography and rap. He talks about the hardships of the rap scene in Glasgow, his own hardships in his personal life and why transparency is ultimately the key to success. I can't wait for your feedback on this one. A quick reminder, because you're friends of the podcast, you can get a crate of food energy drink for £13 using the code DBYD30. And that enables you to get 30% off any order. Wire in, have some fun. I have been looking forward to this podcast the most. And that's because we have Jubemi, aka Bems, on the podcast. How are we, mate? Yo, mate, I'm doing brilliant, man. Thank you so much for having me on, by the way, man. The pleasure is all mine. Like I said to you before, you were one of the first of my wish list guest list, so I'm so glad we can make this happen. Yeah, mate. Like I said earlier on, man, like, any time when I'm here, do you know what I mean? I appreciate what, pretty much what you're doing and just getting more people to just express themselves. So it was a no-brainer for me. Plus, you're a local boy, innit? So I've got to rep the gang. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> they got man. the air shot. <laughs> Shout out Callum Edgar and Christian Porchani. Mutual yeah. friends. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, big up them man's there. <laughs> Usually I start these things, mate, by either asking one or two questions. Who are you today in 2020? Or what's your origin story? However, Jabemi, I want to ask off the bat, what is the saint of lost causes? What's the dictionary definition? And then what is its meaning to you? Right, well, see, to ask me what the dictionary definition is, I couldn't really give you that at the top, at the top, right? But what it means to me, like, so everything ties in, like, like and I'll explain it. So I don't know if you know much about the saints, nope. like, but there's a Saint Jude, do you know what I mean? So... So you know me, what's called, my name is Jabemi Judaiku, you know, so I was trying to think about a name that suited me in a, in a position that I was in in life to name my EP and St. Jude, who, and guess what St. Jude just happens to be? The patron saint of lost causes and despair. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess when you came across that, you were like, right, that's it, sorry, that's the name of the EP. It yeah. must have been just yeah, straight yeah, points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, straight up, it was a no-brainer, do you know what I mean? Because, like I said, over the last, like, two, three years, like, I've been feeling like a bit of a lost cause, do you know what I mean? Like, like I didn't really know where my direction was, what my purpose was, and and where I was I was going in life, do you know what I mean? And, and I tried to express that in my EP, do you know what I mean? In the likes of, like, you know, your band or what's going to the studio and everything else like that. And, uh, yeah, and it, it was just a no-brainer. It was just, like, perfect fit. You describe part of your life as a lost cause. I would love to hear your origin story. I've heard through the grapevine as we share those mutual friends that I spoke about. In fact, they're super buzzing that you've agreed to come on the podcast. <laughs> so can we take it back to day one, mate? Yeah, so day one, yeah. Born in Nigeria, January 12th, 1994. Gang in Benin City. You know, still got to rep the hometown in that. And uh, I stayed there till I was about four-ish. Like, I was really, really young. But, um, yeah, I moved to London to stay with my dad. 
because back then, what's called, my dad was already up here. Like, he was already in London, do you know what I mean? And he was working and things like that, and a few of my brothers also. But I was still back home with my, you know, grandparents, uncles, something, and my mum and things like that. But unfortunately, like, my mum passed away, do you know what I mean? So after that, it was like a case of, right, cool, you need to dive up, go meet your dad and that. And then, yeah, stayed in, I moved to Brixton at first, and then stayed in Brixton for a few years. Then moved to what's called Campbell or Perkinway, and that's where I grew up. Like that's where, if someone asks me where like my home is, basically it would be there, I guess. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, stayed there for a while, and it's it was a crazy place. If I'm being honest, do you know what I mean? Like a lot. I guess all you man's was gonna see on the news, anyways. Like, but the London that I knew and the Peckham that I knew back then wasn't the wasn't the one that people know now. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like it's all like gentrified and everything like that. And it's it's safe to leave your house after 10 o'clock. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, whereas back then that wasn't necessarily, you know, the case, you know. But um, yeah, moved up, the rest of my family, my grand basically looked after us, as well as my dad. And um, yeah, stayed there till I was about 14. That's when I moved to Stranraer. Which was, which was fun. Do you know what I mean? Like, I see how you can sense the sarcasm in my voice. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah. So I moved to Shunra, and then spent four years in Shunra, uh, which was fun. And then uh, moved to Air, which is, and then I moved to Air when I was eighteen, and then stayed there till about be two years ago. No, it'd be three years ago actually, because I moved up to Glasgow for a bit, and then I moved back to Air, and then I then I moved back up two years ago. So yeah, so that's a kind of like brief timeline, isn't it? So you spent your, like you said, the first fourteen of your life, first first fourteen years of your life, in Nigeria, then London. When did you pick up rap? Was it whilst you were in London? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like so, <laughs> rap in like you know UK music is something that's always been big in my life and I remember me and my brother like Jerry so rest in peace we used to always like sit in the room and just freestyle and stuff do you know what I mean like and but but it was banter do you know what I mean it, it was never anything that was done seriously do you know what I mean like <laughs> like see even thinking some of the lyrics right now it just makes me laugh <laughs> isn't it because because I'm like if people ever heard that then I would lose all sort of street cred that I've got. Do you know what I mean? So, so don't even ask me about them. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you're talking about street cred, but before you came on the call, you said you play badminton, mate. You've already lost. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, yeah. Real G's play badminton. It's as simple as that. Anyone who wants to argue about that, DM me. Let's go with it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I'll show you. I'll show you how it is. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, so I can imagine it was quite <laughs> rough growing up in Peckham. Um, what were the particular lowlights of Peckham? Oh, just the lifestyle, man. Like, it's crazy to think that back then it was glorified to be a, a gangbanger. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like, you see growing... Wait, hold on. I've just realised that saying a gangbanger up here means, like, something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, yeah, no, like... <laughs> <laughs> from badminton to gang banging up i love it <laughs> yo <laughs> but nah like like 
you see, when you was growing up, it was like people looked up to other people who are like, you know, selling drugs and doing things that they shouldn't really be doing. Do you know what I mean? And and a lot of bad things happened. Do you know what I mean? Like what's called Daniel Ola Taylor. You know, he happened in Peckham. There was a guy in my school, what's his name? Michael Desumi. And uh, he stayed like literally a few blocks away from me. And like people ran up in his house and uh, they were looking for his older brother, but they shot him instead. Do you know what I mean? And they killed him. Do you know what I mean? Like, but bro, like, what's called that? Like, this was the reality of staying where we stayed. Do you know what I mean? Like, the amount of people that we know who, who have died and, you know, or who were involved in it, who were in jail for drugs and everything like that, you know? And even like I say, even my brother, like, he got stabbed and killed. Do you know what I mean? Like, so it was just the, it was just the norm. Do you know what I mean? So, see, looking back on it, obviously, you see, when I was there, like, it was like, man, nah, it was every day. Do you know what I mean? Like, but see, looking back on it, you realise, you're like, fucking hell, that shit was crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, like bro, our school had security and everything like that, <laughs> innit? Like, like, a front gate in there so no one could get in. Oh, bro, it was just madness. Do you know what I mean? But, so yeah. at 14, you moved to Stranor. Was that a decision your, your grand made for you? Oh, no, 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 no. So, um, so my grand passed away and that kind of left everything kind of up, up in the air. And I guess... I was a little bit of a, a bad child, you know what I mean? Like, like I, don't, I don't want to use the term bad child because I obviously had issues that I didn't realise that I had until now. Does that make sense? So, mm-hmm. so I was like acting up and things like that. And yeah, and I was really, really friendly with my auntie who stayed in Strano. And my dad was just like, no. Yeah, he didn't even tell me. I just came up on holiday and he was like, you're coming back home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, bro, I just got I just got left in Scotland. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, mad. Wow, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when did you pick up music? I want to use the term professionally when you double down on it. Well, see again, it's still one of these things. Like, see, when people ask me about when I took music as a proper profession, it wouldn't have been until this year. Does that make sense? Like, so see when I started rapping in Shinra, what be about 15, 16, like, I thought I was taking it seriously, but it was a hobby, does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. like I just enjoyed writing lyrics and sharing it, you know, recording it and, and letting my friends hear it, does that make sense? Like, like, I wasn't trying to be big, I was just making music, innit? And uh, so I started at like 16, and then something that I've just kind of always done, do you know what I mean? So why you rap? Why have you chosen rap? What what's it about rap that compels you to express yourself? Uh, well, I mean, it's just one of them things that, like, I was always like good at, well, somewhat good at English, and uh, I actually wanted to be a teacher. Do you know what I mean? Like, which is kind of, just kind of mad. But um, yeah, but lyrics and stuff is just. It holds a lot of meaning, if that makes any sense. It's like, see, like you say, it's being able to, to take what's inside and put it out. Now, if you give me a pencil, I can't draw for shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, like if you stick me in front of a keyboard, I can't produce, like, you know, some crazy symphonies and all that stuff like that, that you can you can pinpoint the emotions and all that nonsense. Do you know what I mean? Like, But if you gave me a pen and a pad or to write you about how I felt and this and that, it was easy. Because I see it basically as, as poetry. Does that make sense? So, yeah, yeah. Poetry over a, over a big fat beat, do you know what I mean? Like, and 
And that was what drew me to it. And it was one of them things that, you know, I'd done it and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm kind of good at this. And I just kept on doing it. But then at the same time, like, I realised a lot of the things that I was I was writing back in my younger days, I was projecting a little bit. Does that make sense? Just, yeah. like, you know, like, in my 5 year in air and I'm like, dreams of me rolling around in a black-top Lamborghini, do you know what I mean? Like, like it's just kind of, like, projecting about how I want to live my life, you know what I mean? Rather than how I was living my life. If that makes any sense, like, like so it was kind of just kind of, like, speaking it into existence and stuff like that like, but, positive affirmation like yeah exactly speaking yeah. to speaking it into existence so uh, as you've grown in popularity especially this year and you've collaborated and featured with people like Kobe Onyame I've often seen you described on interviews as up and coming being from the same town as you and I completely know that it's taken 10 years to be an overnight success which is so ironic. I remember hearing about the local mental health events that you ran, Respect the Wave, back in the day. How do you manage being labelled as up and coming when you've been really in the game since you've been much younger? Bro, I just let them see whatever they want to see. Do you know what I mean? Like, whether they call me up and coming, whether they call me a veteran, it doesn't really make a difference to me. Does that make sense? Because you're, at the same time, I'm still here, innit? Do you know what I mean? Like, You're just grateful for the exposure, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's good? Literally, and I knew, I knew the issue would always be, like, this is something that I'm trying not to change within the Scottish music industry as a person, yeah. And it's because I'm an outsider. Does that make sense? Because a lot of people think, like, it's a lot of things that I've noticed since I've been up in Glasgow that is fuckeries. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like the reason these people think I'm up and coming is because I wasn't in Glasgow. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because nobody, nobody takes the time to, to look for musicians outside of Glasgow. Do you know what I mean? Like, so, so of course, when this, when this 26 year old man comes in and drops a tape, everybody's like, oh my God, he's up and coming. And I'm like, no, nah, you've only just heard about me now. Does that make sense? Like, like so it's why I just kind of just let them say what they want to say kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, the real ones will know. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's why a conversation like this is important because you're here saying, "Yeah, you remember me doing respect the wave nights and all that stuff like that." And then there's guys in Stranra who can say they remember me. What's called releasing my first ever mixtape or my first track. Do you know what I mean? Like, and and it's crazy. Do you know what I mean? But I love it. <laughs> I can imagine you do, mate. And I'd love to hear the the Stranra tracks, but oh, no. Nope, it has been <laughs> deleted. It has been deleted off every single thing. So the people who still got it are the people who downloaded it back then. Like you will not get it. Like like you can't find it unless. And listen, if I find out anyone's leaking that stuff, yeah, I'm coming for you. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because them joints there were just. Do you mean his badminton rackets coming? <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I'll play it right. You know what? Actually, you know what? I'm gonna challenge you on your podcast. I'll play you to a pod, to uh, a badminton game, yeah. Best of twenty-one, and if you win, I'll give you the link to my old school. Right. Team. Okay. This, this is gonna be the trailer. This is gonna be the trailer clip, right? <laughs> <laughs> when I post this, people in the comments write down in the comments who you think is gonna win, me or Jabemi. Do it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. <laughs> I'll take that on. That I'll take that on. Let's, that. Let's go. <laughs> we spoke about this from our days, and we spoke about. Yeah those select amount of people that know your previous work in the game. And one of the EPs that I remember, and it was the name that stood out for me, it was called Black Kid White City, which is in reference to the socioeconomically deprived scheme in the air. 
that you once <laughs> I, I used to hang around, and I know the name on the album also pays homage to uh, Good Kid, Mad City, the Kendrick album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, from that, I want to know how your experience with racism changed between bigger cities like Glasgow and London to small towns like Ernston or that aren't as diverse and unfortunately hold systemic racism. How was the well, support for rap culture and your well, in these areas? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, sorry, I shouldn't even laugh. I shouldn't even laugh. But um, yeah, so like, so firstly, I'm a start in London. So see where I grew up in London, I was surrounded by people that looked just like me. Does that make sense? Like, um, like what's called a community was predominantly black. Like, even in schools and stuff, my friend groups was black. I had this white guy, Jake Arkle, big him up, man. Like, that guy was a G. But, like, everyone else was black. Do you know what I mean? And then moving to Stranraer, yeah, that was, like, yeah, a culture shock. Does that make sense? Like, like, like there's, I don't think there's anything in the world that could have prepared me for how ignorant and naive and just plain goddamn stupid people are. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. like and it's as simple as that because the racism that I, that I experienced there was was mad. It was it was techie. Do you know? And it's not even me. Do you know what I mean? Like, see, even the older generations, like, like what's called it? There was two other guys in my year who were mixed race, and they got it. The moms got it. Do you know what I mean? Like, and there was another girl who was black. She got it what's called uh we had the black teacher he got it do you know what i mean like like it was just it was just one of those things do you know what i mean and then moving up to air <laughs> i thought air was gonna would have been better because you see when you move to stranra air is what glasgow is to air does that make sense yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like so it was always a step up and so well at least that's what i thought anyways like i can't speak for everyone else but that's what i thought because you know, everyone would always say, oh, we're going air for sharpen. So I was like, oh, air must be lit. Do you know what I mean? But, um, yeah. And then air, the exact same. Exact same. It's just fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It was just absolute nonsense. And luckily, you know, I obviously managed to surround myself with uh, with a group of well-rounded individuals who, who made these experiences a little bit better. Do you know what I mean? Who... who who showed me that, you know, like, not every white person is a racist. Does that make sense? Like, like and, it was, and it was really, really handy to experience that because you see when, you know, it's one group of people, like, directing hatred towards you, you, you start to think that they all think like that. Does that make sense? Like, and, it, and I'm just grateful for that. But then now in Glasgow, like, it's just one of those things as well. It's like, now I'm so accustomed to it that, that I don't even pay attention. Like, so I work in Argyle Arcade. And for example, like, so I'm the only black guy that works there, from what I know. I think there's, like, a couple of Indian guys as well. But I'm, like, the only black guy that works there. Like, in actually what's called one of the shops. Mm-hmm. And all the other black guys who work there are security. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So just straight away, me standing in the door, people just walk by me and assume I'm security. Does that make sense? Like, wow. like, and I'm just, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, bro, and it's funny. And I'm and I'm like, huh? And you see when I go like approach people, you kind of see them a little bit hesitant. Do you know what I mean? Because they're like, why is the security guard coming to talk to me? <laughs> Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> yeah. and and like. And my manager is like, what's good? Maybe it's not because of the color of your skin. Maybe it's because of the size and things like that. And I'm like, it could be. But there's bigger guys there who are of whiter skin and they don't really get the same treatment. Does that make sense? Like, and don't get me wrong, like, what's good? Sometimes it happens. And, and if I say it doesn't happen, I'm lying. What's good? Like, you see when there's times like me and, and the big guys are standing at the door, we do look like bouncers and stuff. Do you know what I mean? But then you see like, on a larger scale, because I've been there a year and it happens so many times and, and it's just mad, do you know what I mean? But I just laugh it off and I just let it roll off me, do you know what I mean? Because it doesn't really make any changes or effects in my life, you know? Yeah. So that systemic racism obviously fueled you so much to name an entire album or entire EP about you being, and I don't want to use the word different, but different to everyone else in your area. Yeah. How was Aaron Sonor supportive of your rap of rap and rap culture <laughs> and your career? Does anyone like kind of shrug you off like oh you'll never make it because rap and... Oh well well yeah, I mean I mean it's always the case. It's always the case. Do you know what I mean? Like see even in Sonra, you know, I obviously had a couple of people who 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 fucked my music and then you know in a small place like that, a lot of people are like, you know, what's this guy doing? Do you know what I mean? And Air, I'm not going to lie, I got so mad love in Air, I'll be honest, do you know what I mean? Because I, I, like, I remember the first ever event we done for the EP launch party in Sound Magic, and we had a crazy turnout. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, fucking hell, this is absolutely crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, And so on and so forth, and there's still like a solid core group of people who I genuinely believe in air believes that I've got the potential to actually make it. Do you know what I mean? So see when I want to pay homage to a place, it's got for music, it's got to be air. Does that make sense? Because because I feel like a lot of the people put on for me now, whether it's because like they were my friends, like whether it's because like I was just doing something different. I always felt the love whenever it came to like selling tickets for shows or something. Do you know what I mean? Like you turn up to Glasgow, like thirty man deep. Do you know what I mean? And, and they're looking at you like, what the fuck? Do you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, obviously it's one of those things that I think the as a community, yeah, like you know, I know, like Air isn't really one that's big on on hip hop, anyways. But if you put on like techno and house and that. They all come out the woodwork, can it? Do you know what I mean? Like they all come flooding out, and that's and that's kind of even part of the reason why. So from the first, even RTW, you know, it was hip hop and stuff that we tried to do, but then we realised that the numbers just weren't good. It wasn't sustainable. Do you know what I mean? So we had to switch to suit the market. Does that make sense? Like to suit the people that was there. So obviously, yeah, they could have been more love. There could have been more support. And I know it's one of those things that if it ever did happen and I did ever make it, I know a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, I remember him, blah, 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 this and that, you know. But, you know, the way I see it, man, I've just got to always be grateful to the ones who who did show me support, do you know what I mean, and who did show me love. You know what I think it is, Jabemi? I think 
rap culture essentially wasn't a thing in here because there was no one spearheading it until you. And I was going to label this podcast, the title of the podcast, Pioneering Rap in Glasgow or Pioneering Rap in Scotland, because I think you truly, truly have at least an air. I've seen so many people who have never paid attention to rap pay attention to rap because of you, boys and girls. Well, see, I find that crazy. <laughs> and it's something you should be so proud of, mate. Um, I mean, I only know about rap in Scotland because of you. Oof. I, 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 only know, I only know Kobe's name from, from you, but I know Kobe's open for like Kanye and stuff before. <laughs> and that's homage yeah, to you, bro. mate. Yeah, bro, I, think, I guess I guess it's one of those things that Do you think you've I'm speechless. Do you think you've pioneered rap in here? Nah, nah, like 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 and I don't know, like I was having this conversation with one of my friends in in London. And even a few of my friends in air, and they're always like, you need to generally like take a step back and, and look at how far you've came and what you've done. But I struggle with that. Does that make sense? So like, so like, see when you say something like that to me, I think that is absolute madness. Does that make sense? Because I'm like, in, in my mind and in my head, I've not even accomplished anything yet. Does that make sense? And, and, and there's people like you who are saying, bro, like, you know, like you're actually doing things that you want to do. Does that make sense? Like, like, see you saying that is, is a big goal for me. Does that make sense? Being able to put people on and, and get people recognised and understand that there's shit hot musicians that aren't techno DJs or indie bands and stuff like that in Scotland. Do you know what I mean? And, and bro, like, honestly, I'm speechless. Like, thank you, I guess. That's a big, that's a big compliment. <laughs> like, Mate, you should be so proud of it. It's my pleasure. And two things stood out from the outside, from the outside looking in from what you just said. There's two things that stand out for me that I'm not judging your character, but I'm pulling out from your character is one, you're probably a forward-thinking person, not a ret- retrospective person. You're too busy thinking what's next to reflect on where you've been and not where you've been, but the successes, the successes that you've had already. And two, you've yeah. probably got like a sense of imposter syndrome because you're this guy who has had like a troubled past and moved from studio to air. You probably don't think you deserve the attention and the love that you get, maybe? Yeah, well, me. what's it called? See, like I say, it's like, I've not done anything yet in my eyes that, that warrants this. Does that make sense? Like I like, disagree, but and, yeah. Yeah, and like and it's just who I am as a person. I feel like if I start seeing things differently, I'll become complacent. Like, that's my biggest fear. Do you know what I mean? Like if I let all these compliments of all these like I've accomplished something all little and I let the I let the little bit of hype get to my head, I'll become complacent. Do you know what I mean? And like, and see what you were saying about being forward thinking. Ask the boys in Glasgow. The very night that my EP dropped, yeah, Saint of Lost Causes, bro, I was already in the studio working on the next stuff. And they were like, bro, what's going on? You're not going to sit down and enjoy this? And I'm like, enjoy what? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like it, took, it took me two years to make that tape. Like, I don't need to enjoy nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I need to actually like put that out there and, and get the ball moving because me dropping that tape, it wasn't really that much of a big deal for me. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. Because it was like, fucking hell, it's been two years. Like, What have I actually got to celebrate? Do you know what I mean? And, and obviously the reception for it all was, was, was better than, than I ever, ever thought it could be. Like, 
But at the same time, now I'm like, rather than sitting back, like, I up the boys again, and I'm like, how do I make my next state better? Do you know what I mean? Like, like bro, that's what I'm grafting on right now is how do I make the next state better than this one? Do you know what I mean? And and I feel it's just because I'm constantly chasing that improvement. Do you know what I mean? And and being the best version of me musically, anyways. Do you know what I mean? I think what the listeners will pull out there is that you love the process more than you love the reward. Like you just love the fucking hustle of making good music and perfecting your craft and perhaps changing lyrics here, changing lyrics there, rewriting things, starting scratch. I think you the, the theme I'm getting from you is like you just enjoy the fucking hustle and not the not the role yeah, that it buys you. Well at sometimes yeah, but at sometimes it's it's I'll be honest, man, it's tough, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, because another thing that you, a lot of people know about me is I'm my biggest critic. So I play devil's advocate a lot. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. But And I play that with other people and it's just to try and get people to see things differently. But it's the exact same with myself. So like, and my biggest one comes from like a lot of insecurities. Do you know what I mean? Like me as a person and me as an artist. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, what if people don't like this? Oh, what if I think this is good but it's actually shite? Do you know what I mean? And I'm just like, Oh no, you know what, man, patch it, patch it, I'm not putting it up. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, 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 you know, and and it's just like it's crazy. And that's why again, like CC and the love that it's received. Like, fair enough, my streams aren't the craziest, my views aren't the craziest or whatever, but it's like that doesn't bother me because my music seemed to to resonate with a lot of people. Does that make sense? Like like I remember a guy DMing me after hearing Bando was called to studio and he's like, oh bro, yeah, I know what that feeling's like, man. Do you know what I mean? Like this, this, and that. And I'm like, okay, do you know what I mean? Like, and again, for me, it's it's quite sad because I'm like, the fact that you relate to that means you're going through some shits. Do you know what I mean? Like, but you know, it's also that, right, at least I'm doing something right with my music. Do you know what I mean? It sounds like the approach that you have, which probably no other musician has. Is like you're looking for like depth, not width. So you're looking for like, there's a book I'd recommend that if you read called A Thousand True Fans, and it talks about how like in life you'll need one thousand true fans that will fuck okay. with everything that you release. And but most, I think most artists try and get the most plays or the most streams or the most whatever because I, I guess one it does increase engagement and two it does increase revenue if you're monetizing your shit. However, your approach like you may have several thousand streams instead of tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands or millions however how many of those people will reply to your stories or share your story uh, share their your, yeah. your music on their story message individually probably a high percentage of that, that oh yeah 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 a hundred percent like you see what's going to release these release days are absolutely mental like like i've got to put my phone on do not disturb because like my phone is just like <clears throat> and, I'm, and I'm the type of person, like, if anyone shares my music, and a lot of people will know, like, I will get back to anyone who I've seen and I'll be like, yo, my, thank you so much for sharing that, man. Like, I appreciate that. Do you know what I mean? Because because it, it, is a, it is a nice feeling. Do you know what I mean? And the fact that people are actually, you know, engaging with it. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, I make music for people who I guess want to hear it does that make sense like like and I've I've came to a realization that my music isn't for everybody do you know what I mean and, and it won't be for everybody some people like the vibes some people like the club baggers like and everything like that and I do try my best to 
to compensate for that within an EP, but still stick to my thrifts. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. like or for example, I remember a guy, like, he heard Flex, and uh, and he said to me, he was like, but Dems, though, yeah, like, like, my guy, I've just got to know, yeah, like, are you really flexing, though? And I'm like, what? Do you know what I mean? And I was like, I was like, all right, say nothing. And I'm like, right, so here's the watch that I paid close to two grand for, which means I've got a couple bags on my wrist, yeah? And then my queen, who was my ex at the time, she was a baddie, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like and bro, and it's like, oh, you want to see the Louvre on the Eiffel doing views, bro? I wrote those lyrics on the plane coming back from Paris. Does that make sense? Like, <laughs> like, 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 do you see what I'm saying? And I showed him it, and I was like, bro, here's the picture of my girl standing outside the Louvre on her, on her birthday. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I don't need to cut. Do you know what I mean? Like, and it's just trying to keep an element of truth within your music while trying to make a couple bangers. Now, I could have made a song like, get you going, 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 get you going. Hey, like, bro, easy done. Do you know what I mean? And But, like, for me, man, it's just, it's just truths, isn't it? Like, you know me. Like, you you know me as Bems the Musicians, but you also know me as Judd or Jabemi or the person. Do you know what I mean? So, bro, imagine you hear me chatting about, like, like, I'm living in a mansion, I'm living in a crib. Like, you'd be like, like, my guy, no, you won't. You were staying in White City, relax. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that like, um, segues look perfectly into my next question that I had for you, mate. And that's about one of the songs that is on uh, Saint of Lost Causes, Bando to Studio, which is a raw account of you going from a lifestyle doing unethical work or being surrounded by unethical work to make money then transitioning that same energy, the same ethic, and the same passion for wanting more into music. Can we touch on your lifestyle before and your lifestyle now? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I've done a lot of shit that I shouldn't be doing. Like, straight up. Like, like, and that was like, what's called building a, a trap line. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I remember, I remember it. I remember the day that it started. Like, because I pure went into a... A bad state, so I just split up with my then girlfriend, and I just kind of just went down a bad route and stuff. And it's not even saying that I justified doing anything because that makes sense. So, but in my head, it was something that had to be done. So, like, I was like signed off work, and I was only getting like sixty nine pound a week, but my rent was seven hundred, no seven hundred, was seventy five pound a week. Does that make sense? So basically, my sick pay was not enough for me to even pay rent. Does that make sense? Like, and it's just one of those things. So I was like, fuck it. So I stuck my toes in the water and the water just felt comfortable, wasn't it? Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, okay. Let me put a foot into the water. And I'm like, okay, this is good. Do you know what I mean? Next thing you know, man, I just jumped right in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, like, and I was actually having a conversation about or someone. What's good with this about or someone on, on Facebook, like during the Black Lives Matter thing. And um, he tried to basically expose me for it on, on Facebook. And he was like, the reason why the police stop you and stuff like that isn't because you're black, it's because you do what you do. And I found it so funny, yeah? And the reason why I found it so funny is because, like, like without people like him, who's a white gentleman, there wouldn't be people like me. Does that make sense? Like, and... And that was the kind of like life that I was living, and it was it was at a point where I was even embarrassed. Or to be, I knew I shouldn't have been doing it. Do you know what I mean? But I still done it. And then it got to a point where 
where I was just like, yeah, yeah, I need to, I need to actually get my life together. Do you know what I mean? And I realized I was going nowhere fast. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sorry about that. I was going nowhere really fast. Like, yeah, I had money, but what was I really doing with it? Do you know what I mean? I wasn't really doing anything beneficial, or to say or the least. Do you know what I mean? I was, I was going out every weekend. I was buying new Stone Islands. I was buying this, buying that. Yeah, so I spoke to my partner, or my ex now, and I was just like, yeah, it's time to call it quits. But then I needed that drive. Does that make sense? And, and one thing that I did learn was that I had the ability to to sell things. Does that make sense? Like, like I've always worked in retail. Is that, like I've always worked in retail. But like, I had to be, I had to apply not only what I knew through working in retail and stuff, but I had to apply a bit of my my street knowledge into my music. And it's a case of right, how do I? Like, bro, if you can sell, like, a score bag, you can sell music. Does that make sense? Like, like, and, and I applied that, and, yeah, here we are. <laughs> Was there a, a pivotal moment or, like, a specific event that happened that made you make that switch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was when, it was when my door was getting, like, baited out by people that I didn't even know. Does that make sense? When people are like, oh, yeah. Big Ben stays there. And I'm like, catch you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I am out of here. I'll catch you after. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But like, and that's just the reality of it. And and the one thing that I'm grateful for is that I've done it. Like, listen, I had my fun. I had my fun. It was great. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was, it was, it was mind-numbingly stressful sometimes. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, fuck it. There's something I can tell what's with my daughter that I've done at some point in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, and just, and now I've just focused all this energy and all this drive and things into, into what I do now. And it'll be more what's good beneficial in the long run. So like, I felt I was going nowhere fast then, but now I'm going somewhere, but I'm going somewhere slow and I'm quite happy with that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, it's a, it's a different satisfaction I get from it, you know? Uh, there's a quote, and I don't know what, who says it, but basically like, most people try and go fast in the wrong direction instead of going like slow in, uh, in the right. Sorry, yeah. go f- fast in the wrong direction instead of going slow in the right direction. And I guess without that experience, like the song on the EP Bando to Studio wouldn't even exist because you wouldn't have had that yeah, experience no. to to write about. So exactly, exactly, and 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 this is what I mean, and this is why you know, this is why I find my music like. My music, to me, is basically a journal. Does that make sense? Like, and it captures a specific moment in my life and how I feel. Does that make sense? And, and it's basically therapy for me. It's free therapy. It's being able to, you know, as well, I'm like, yo, I changed the band to a studio. Money had me doing things I've never done before. Sitting on so much food, I could feed the poor. But I couldn't sleep because the feds came knocking down my door. Do you, like, 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 do you know what I mean? And, and this is what I mean. Like, you know, it's when you're sitting in the house and that, and you're like... Oh, do you know what I mean? Like, the dog could get booted in at any moment, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I was just like, yeah, that's just stress that I don't need in my life. Do you know what I mean? Like, especially now, what's going kind of with me, you know, soon to become a dad. Do you know what I mean? So, and I listened to Bandle Tissue yesterday, and I've heard it more times than I can count on one hand. However, after knowing your story and reading your story, 
listening to the lyrics had a different effect to me yesterday. Like I could personify myself and how you felt at that time. And I'm so glad that that song exists for other people who might need to make that switch uh, for the exact same reasons. It's not just therapy for you, Jibemi, it's probably therapy to other people. And on the same on the same EP, there's a song called Quarantine Freestyle. And from what I believe, it's like about the lack of the lack of togetherness or the lack of unity and the Glasgow rap scene. Is that right? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> so what does the dynamic in rap in Glasgow look like? And how would you want it to look? Oh right. So no. I say this a lot because I'm an outside, I still class myself as an outsider. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So see if you notice that a lot of the interviews I do, I still get them to refer to, to me as an airshare-based thingy because because I'm not from Glasgow. And I try very, very hard not to rep Glasgow or rep the Glasgow scene. And the reason that is, is, well, I mean, there's a few. I'm a bit petty. Does that make sense? Like, like, and I'll be honest. And I remember no one in Glasgow wanted to work with me because I wasn't from Glasgow. Do you know what I mean? So, so this was when I stayed in L. Do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. bro, like, it's crazy. Like, the only person who, who fucked my music back then was Pat. And we made that song Savages. And then, you know, see, again, just from the outside, they're looking in at what all these, like, key members of the scene were doing. I realised that, see, for the chat that they were doing on the internet, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, 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 they weren't really doing nothing. Does that make sense? Like, like, all they were doing was chatting, and I'm like, and that's what you know. It's why I started it like that. You know, I spent so long sitting back watching their MCs fight for the throne. But hold on, please, what do you own? Like, how can you be the king? Like, like, what have you actually done that can actually we can put your head up and say, I am the king of this town? Do you know what I'm saying? Like. And you see, when you ask that question, a lot of people don't have an answer to it. <laughs> and I, I could say you could refer yourself to as the king of air in terms of rap, because I say I think you've pioneered it, but you would never glorify yourself like that, right? No, because the reason why I would never do that is because, like I said, I've not accomplished anything that's worth that. Does that make sense? Like, exactly. like bro, so let's say, for example, now, yeah, 10 years down the line, I'm in a position where I can... I can look around me and I've been like, there's so many people that are in a better off position because of, of my actions or me shining light or to the scene or this and that. Like I'm looking around me and it's not just me that's at the top. My peers are there with me. Then I'll be like, yeah, okay, maybe I can take some homage. Do you know what I mean? But until that day happens, I've not done nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I have not done nothing that's worthy of a, of a king status. Do you know what I mean? And, and neither is anyone in the Glasgow rap scene. <laughs> so everyone in Glasgow is basically calling themselves the king and there's lots of beefing, no unity. How do you want it to look? For me, yeah, like, I just want the game not to be so cliquey. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, like it, it just it just doesn't work, Beth. Like, like, people won't work with people because they're part of this group or that group when there's like, and there's like five different groups doing the same thing but like the biggest problem that these people don't understand is like the biggest thing they don't understand is you know like the strength of numbers do you know what i mean there's a lot of changes that like i'm wanting not to see within the scottish music industry and stuff like that but it's like like there's not even a foundation to it does that make sense like 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 (laughs) 
again, from an outsider looking in, I don't see the foundation. Do you know what I mean? I don't see nothing that that is established that is like, right, this is us. You know, now obviously you've got the MCs and that who do the Scottish rap and all that. I feel like their man scene is more established than our scene. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I'm just like, this is absolutely mental. Do you know what I mean? But but I was talking to a guy in the DMs yesterday and and I said that to him. I was like, you know, it seems like I'm showing love to the scene, but the scene don't seem to love me back. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like and I feel like, and I feel like that's where a lot of the problems come because you know you can try and do anything, but if the people aren't trying to accept it, then what's the point? Does that make sense? Like, like so that's why I'm just just gonna just focus more on me and just do what I need to do. And and if I can bring up anybody along the way, then so be it. You know. Do you ever see the potential? to pioneer that movement of unity, like create a label or create something or create an event like you did with respect to Wave to bring all the Glasgow artists together? To some extent, like the potential is there, but it's whether I want to do it or not, that's a difference. Do you know what I mean? Like, because for me, there's like certain things that happen in Glasgow at the moment. And I don't really tend to go to a lot of the club nights that are run in Glasgow, like hip hop wise, because it's just DJs playing a whole lot of American hip hop shit. Does that make sense? And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, they only play the people that are popping. Does that make sense? Like, they'd only play the likes of your Global Cops or your Joels or your Billy Got Waves and things like that. Do you know what I mean? So they're reacting to like, what people want instead of putting what people should want into their faces. Do you know what I mean? Like, instead of putting up and coming yeah, 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 into yeah, their faces yeah. to then let, help that grow, they're putting what they've already established as up and, not up and coming, popping, to yeah. satisfy them instead of... Yeah, like, bro... Yeah, like, like, oh, for me, what's called... There's a few people who I know who, like, what's called Mobile, or for example, he runs, like, the forage thing, and I rate him because cause he's been doing his, his thing for a minute, do you know what I mean? And he's been, he's been kind of fighting all this battle that I'm trying to fight right now, but he's been doing it low-key for a minute, do you know what I mean? But, like... It's also part of the reason why I don't want to do it because I'm like, there's people already here trying to do it. So if these guys haven't all succeeded, then what's the issues? Do you know what I mean? But for me, like now it's just a case of just like, uh, be the change you want to see. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, like, and that's And that's where I'm at right now. I'm like, I can't change nothing until I change myself, you know? I can't change anyone's opposition until I change my position. Do you know what I mean? So... 100% so understand it, mate, and I, I, I absolutely love it. Uh, and on your older stuff, for example, Life, the EP, I feel like that was the first time you had been, like, Jibemi instead of, like, Jude or instead of Bems. Like, it was really raunch and sparring, and perhaps, <coughs> sorry, perhaps before that, you might have been, like, wearing a mask and, and lyrics or whatever, but that was the first time we saw like raw you. There was no like, I don't know. There was no like ultimate flex. And, and I was going to ask when you were raw about the hardships in your life, how did that affect your music? Like how did being open and transparent propel your music? It's unmatched. Like it's as simple as that. Like, like see when I was making music that I thought people wanted to hear, I wasn't going anywhere. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So when I started making music for me and doing music and, and stuff that I wanted all to do and express myself how I wanted to express myself, I shut up. 
which is crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like it's mental. But I guess that's where being as authentic and as transparent as possible helps because now it's like there's people out there who've, who've never met me but they feel like they know me does that make sense like yeah. like and, and that for me is is what's about because and like i said to you about or doing this i want to be as open as possible so people like how can i be an inspiration to anybody like, like how can you if you don't even know the truth does that make sense like 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 i'm just a normal guy <laughs> <laughs> we spoke about like songs that are so raw like brando to studio right the only thing that you have better than everyone else is that no one is better at, at being Jabemi than you are like no one else has the exact same experiences as you so no one else can rap about them and create lyrics and create beats that bring out that emotion and I, I completely understand why your success is or your popularity is skyrocketed after after that um yeah I want you to move on to what? the streetwear scene in Glasgow I know you're friends with Jock Rintoul another guest in the podcast Properly. yes sir tell me yes, more sir. about this relationship <laughs> Yeah, so um, it's actually quite funny. So I don't know if you know about the brand World Gardens. Yeah, yeah. So they're an uh, air-based thing, and, and big up, what's called them, man? Big up Connor and that. Like, their man's always showed me love from the get-go, so I always try to show them love. And it's the exact same thing that I said to you. See, anything that's local, yeah, I want to support it. Does that make sense? So the first time I ever heard about Jock was because he'd done a pop-up store in the Gallagher, I think it was. And um, I went because the World Garden Boys was going to be there. Do you know what I mean? So I dived there, got a few pieces and stuff, and I was like, hmm, interesting. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I was like, this is actually quite cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, just being able to have something like that, and you can just buy a lot of, like, streetwear stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, like little brands. And I bought a few pieces and stuff. And then, yeah, I just kind of just followed Jock from that and followed the page and and just... I kept an eye on what he was doing, but I guess he was keeping an eye on what I was doing as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, and we kind of built somewhat of a of a business like friendship. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, 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 he, like we both knew each other. We both respected what we was doing. And then I'm trying to think how Flex came about. So, yeah, he reached out to me. I think, and he was like, "Bro, I like your stuff, and I'd like to work." And straight away, I was like, yes, sir. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, like I said, it's because I, I respected what he had been doing for the last two odd years. Do you know what I mean? Of what I've been watching him. Like, I've been watching him do his stuff for two years and watching his popularity grow over the space of those two years and just watching what hard work and a little bit of dedication can accomplish. Does that make sense? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, 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 he cool. Do you know what I mean? Like, so... <laughs> Yeah, we've just kind of just spoke ever since, you know. Do you think? Do you think rap culture or rap and streetwear hold hands? Do you think they complement? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, bro, like, part of hip hop and all that is is looking the flyest, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's all an image as well. Do you know what I mean? But, but I'm trying to break that somewhat in the sense of well, it's not even break that. I still do want to look on the flyest, but I'm trying to look the flyest without being covered head to toe in random or designers does that make sense mm -hmm. like 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 i say if i can if i can wear a collection 26 top and one person buys it because of me then that's a success if i can wear a world garden top and one person wears it because of me that's a success do you know what i mean like like and it's just being able to use my platform to to kind of showcase other people's platform who are doing cool shit 
Do you know what I mean? Like doing cool things that I respect and I like. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. That's, I've got massive respect for that, mate. And we're talking about cool shit. What cool shit do you get up to outside of music? What are your passions? What keeps you entertained? What keeps you grounded? Like, I'm going to be honest, bro. I live a very boring life. Like, <laughs> like, like honestly, like, see, I've moved since moving up to Glasgow, like I said, like, because a lot of the friends that I now have in Glasgow are music-related. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, see, whenever we hang out, we hang out in the studio. Do you know what I mean? Which leads to making music. Do you know what I mean? Like, but on my normal like, day-to-day, I work, obviously, and, bro, I just sit in the house, play Xbox, walk my dog and just write music. Like, yeah, I'm a very, very vanilla guy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, bro, literally, like, I'm quite plain in, in what I do and what I get up to, you know? Well, I posted on my story today in preparation for you coming on board uh, some questions from the people that follow me and the guy I mentioned earlier, Christian Perchani, good pal of ours, asked, when you join in the gym, is that going to be a hobby for you in 2021? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something that I'm I'm working towards because um, well, I'm not really gonna say too much. There is actually something in the pipeline that's gonna make that happen, and that's with again collaborating with someone who I respect and I like. Do you know what I mean? Are you gonna so, become a holster model? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, you just wait for it, man. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> like pure cheese graters and that. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> wait till you see me with a 10 pack. Christian, I'm coming for you. Like, <laughs> like I'm telling you, man. But, um, uh, yeah, like, like, I guess it's something that I've been blessed with. It's just been all right. But I really do need to get back to the gym, though. <laughs> like, facts. Another uh, fan of the podcast, the guy that gives me feedback in every episode, John Wilson asks, who are your biggest inspirations? Oof. In what sense? Because like like music is and music and music. Life. Um, it's crazy that I look up to someone who's younger than me, but like son, like Dave, um, Kobe in the army as well. Like, like I'm grateful for that guy. Uh, your fellow cooties, and I'm trying to think who else. Like those three, all for me are like solid. Like like those are the people that. See, when it comes to me making music, I'm looking up and being like, how could I be as good as them? Does that make sense? And the message that I am putting across, you know, so. Hopefully in a few years, I'll be interviewing another rapper and they'll say, Jabemi's one of the people that inspire them. Let's hope that means. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I hope so, man. I hope so. And then that, at least it means that I'm doing something right. Do you know what I mean? Like, like there's something... And the formula that I've got right now that is actually working, you know. So, are Bems and Jibemi different people? Are they the same person, yes. or do you have to segregate them? I've got to segregate them, therefore. Really? How do therefore, you segregate yeah. it? Well, who, who is Jibemi and who's Bems? What's going to Jibemi is this uh, anxiety riddled, depression riddled, vanilla boring guy <laughs> that's Jabemi you know what I mean and Bems is this like gallus confident um, and just yeah Bems is the guy that you see 
on stage. Does that make sense? Yeah. And Ojabemi is the guy that is just, you know, hood down, trying not to be seen or noticed too much. Do you know what I mean? Like, like and we, we all enjoy all different, well, we both enjoy all different things. Like, it's not as if, like, I'm sounding like I've got, like, a split personality. Right now, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, like I mean, that's not the case. But, like, you see what's called when I'm about to go on stage, like, my mindset is completely different. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I'm just like, this is my shit. Do you know what I mean? That's when I'm at, like, my most confident, you know? I think um, th- that's a question I always ask on this podcast, whether it's a online influencer or uh, an entrepreneur, right? And most people say they're them true selves and all the time. And that's fine from an online influencer perspective, I think. But I think from an, like a, a musician point of view, I think most musicians will probably say the same as you because people are paying or paying either paying money or paying attention to be entertained. They're not going to be entertained from a guy that plays badminton, Xbox and walks his dog. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? But it's yeah, true though. Yeah, you need, you need, yeah, to, put, you need to flip the switch. And I think that's one of the only industries or the biggest industry that you need to do that, right? Oh yeah, 100%. Like 100%. But the thing that I'm, I'm kind of, I'm coming into peace with is being able to merge those two as the one thing and be able to put across a message that, yeah, it is okay to be this. Like, I don't always have to be that guy all the time. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't always have to be confident, but I also don't always have to be sad. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it's just it's just part of life. Does that make sense? And that's the kind of message that I'm trying to put out there to other musicians like myself, you know? It's like, my guy, it's not every day you need to act like, say, you're a big done dad do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, you know, go get therapy, go get help. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, but yeah, but I think, I think in the next, if, if we had this conversation two years ago, the answer would have been different. If we have this conversations two years, so in what, 2022, I hope my answer is different as well. Do you know what I mean? So it's just all a growth, isn't it? So, I love that, mate. If you were to give, advice or words of encouragement to young Jubemi who's just picked up the mic in Peckham for the first time, what would you say? My guy, you need to go read a dictionary and read some <laughs> books, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, like get a thesaurus out and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like, make Dane pick yeah, up the badminton rapid bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like, oh, but like, what's good? All jokes aside though, like, like the one thing I would say to myself is just, just be true to who you are, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, because it will get you further in the long run. Do you know what I mean? Like, like my legacy as a musician and as a person is to be one that is remembered. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't know for what it's going to be. And obviously I hope it's something good. Do you know what I mean? But it's just to be remembered as someone who actually made a difference to someone's life. Do you know what I mean? So I would say to myself, like, just understand that there's people out there in the world who are like you and you don't need to change who you are or pretend to be something you're not just to fit in with the masses. Does that make sense? Like, mm-hmm. like be headstrong in, in you. Be confident in you, you know, even when life throws curveballs at you, just be confident in the fact that, you know, you can handle your shit, do you know what I mean? Like, And that's probably the biggest advice that I think I would give myself, because it was the biggest advice I wish I got, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I but there we are. I love, it. I love it. I was going to ask a question of what's next for you, but based on the last couple of questions, I'm going to ask, what's next for Bems, the musician? 
And what's next for Jibemi, the 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 badminton player? <laughs> my guy, my guy. <laughs> Listen, you play squash. Like you play squash, man. Like, like, comment, comment like, right now. Like, bro, I've been, I've, been, gonna... I've, I've been letting you. I've been letting you get away with the sly badminton digs and that all today. Yeah? But my guy, you play squash. <laughs> Not only comment who you think will win badminton, comment what's better, badminton or squash? Badminton all day, I'm telling you. Badminton, right? Like, it's, it's not even a competition. And anyone who says otherwise is just lying to you, isn't it? It's simple as that. So, what's but, next um, for Bems and what's next for Jibemi? Well, I'll start with Jibemi. Uh, I'm about to become a dad. So, I don't know when this podcast will be out. But from when we are recording it, I've got five weeks until I'm a dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big news, mate. Big news. Yeah. yeah, crazy, isn't it? So it's just trying to just get life in order and get place in order and just get everything in order so I can be the best dad that I can for my daughter. Do you know what I mean? So that's that's my goal for the next... That's what's going to Jabemi's goal for the next... 18 years, really. It's just how to be a better person and be the best dad for my daughter. But um, for Benz, um, 2021 is going to be a very, very exciting year. Touch. Wood, something. You know what I mean? Like, Because um, I've got a couple of projects that's coming out. Excuse me. And I've been working with a lot of like different artists and different producers as well. Do you know what I mean? So I've kind of like spread my wings and kind of just, just trying to, you know, be involved with as much talented people as possible. Do you know what I mean? So I've got a lot of the projects coming out. Uh, there's a lot of also different things that are music related that I'm going to be trying to get my hand in on and like, you know, improving the Scottish music industries and like, uh, giving everyone a fair shot and then um and then a couple of other things like you know branding and like you know merches and stuff like it's something that i've been very very passionate about as well so like what you were saying about the guys still wearing the rtw like like t-shirts and stuff do you know what i mean like like so see something like that is something that i would like to bring back again do you know what i mean but but again all of this and everything i've said is all god willing you know so hopefully by the grace of god a lot of these things can be possible and can be done, you know. So, mate, I'm excited for 2021 for you. My eyes are peeled. Uh, I've been, like I said, uh, you introduced me to rap itself in, in Scotland, and I feel like I now, after this entire conversation, I'm up to speed about the hardships of not not just Jabemi, the hardships of the rap here in Glasgow. I've navigated why being transparent and being your true self again leads to major success whether you quantify that as loads of numbers or loads of interactions so how i want to end up this podcast i want to wrap it up is where can the people find you and your music mate fucking uh, plug, plug it yeah <laughs> shameless plug in that <laughs> well uh so it's all over my social media my, my social media handles are what's called a jabemi one so that's j-u-b-e-m-i number one, if you know what I mean. And you find my music there. It's on Spotify, it's Benz, on Bandcamp, SoundCloud, YouTube, just the usual, usuals, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, and if you check it out, just 
just let me know what you think in it. Like, because the feedback is always important for me as an artist. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Please send both really Jabemi and I feedback. And if you're if you're feeling generous, please, please download the Saint of Lost Causes on Bandcamp. It's for a very special cause in commemoration of Cleo Smiley. Yeah, real Thank, one. Thanks, Jabemi. Rest in peace, darling. No problem at all, my man. Thank you.